Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today on the program, I want to chat about podcasting over the internet. Well, that's the topic. Podcasting over the internet? The question marks. So I need to lift my voice up. There's been a few different articles I've seen recently that talk about the idea of making the most niche and focused of all podcasts, and that is a podcast that is aimed at employees of a company. You might remember from the early knots, or sometimes even before that, when we had the thing called an intranet, basically a small internet that ran internally to a computer, to a company. And if you work for a large organization, you might still have an intranet, though many things have gone public. Intranets are good for sharing, or they we thought they were good for sharing information because there's lots of people around. We didn't want to put memos in folders any longer. So we started intranets uh, a long, long time ago. In fact, I used to be uh, in charge of an intranet for my company. I quickly gave it away and took over the internet strategy for the company because that was a lot more exciting to me than just putting out memos and stuff. But there have been a lot of articles, I'd say a few articles that I've seen recently that talk about this internal usage of podcasting. And I wanted to talk about it on the program today. And I want to take a little bit of a, of a different approach with what I mean when I talk about podcasting over the internet, because there's a slight play on words here. So Yes, you could do a lot of things with this. You could you could replace your email newsletter with a podcast. The question is, how do you get your people actually to listen to this? You could produce a daily morning announcements. Remember morning announcements from school kids? Remember that? For those of us that are my age, <laughs> uh, who had uh, over the speakers, the principal or the, somebody else would come over and talk about the announcements for the day. Okay. That's a viable option for a employee-focused podcast if you want to. It's kind of boring, kind of dull. So what I want to talk about instead of doing boring and dull things like that is I want to talk about two interesting ideas on how you can, as a business owner, or perhaps even as an employee, take advantage of podcasting to though that it's better than the internet. See, podcasting over, as in it's it's better than, superior to the intranet. Because look, it's not hard to produce, and it's not hard to make a podcast that goes to employees, and it's not any harder than it is to make a regular show. And in fact, it's it's a little bit time consuming, it's challenging, and who wants to listen to that thing? So I, I, don't, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do the boring, standard, yucky stuff. I want you to do something new and unique and consider podcasting over the intranet with, with two big things. 
Number one is I want you to consider changing it from a top-down to a bottom-up approach. Top-down means somebody, either somebody in HR perhaps, or communications, or somebody else in their life. If that's if it's top-down, then a team or a person at the top of the organization is determining what information goes out over the podcast, which to me is going to be boring and droll almost all the time. It just is. When you're And I've done this. I was the VP of a couple of different advertising agencies and had to do things like this. And they just are naturally not, not very exciting. It's, it's information. It's things you have to know or things we hope you know. Blah, 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 boring. But the other way, bottom up, is where things get pretty interesting to me. Bottom up means it doesn't come from the top. It comes from the people. It comes from the multitude of employees that are out there. But when I say comes from, I don't mean you just put together a podcasting studio, designate two or three employees, put them in charge, approve what they do, and then have them voice the content. I I don't mean that. When I say bottom up, I mean, let them have it. Let them have everything about it. Let your employees run your podcast. It's called an employee cast. We have a name for it now, and it's a growing trend where the employees of the company are the ones that produce the podcast for other employees of the company. I'm not talking about using a podcast as a sales or lead generation tool. Totally viable. I think you can do that. I'm not talking about this employee, excuse me, this podcast being the kind of content that shows how smart and what thought leaders your company is, which it might might do that, but that's not the goal. I think the very good goal of an employee-centered, employee-ran podcast is a podcast for other employees. Just like fan casting, you know what fan casting is? That's where fans of a television show or a movie or a book or something else get together and without, oftentimes, without the permission of the studio or the author or whatever else, they just create their own content because they're such big fans of it. That's what you want to do. That's what a good employee cast is. When the employees are fans of the company, which starting there is always a challenge, empowering them to create the kind of content that they want, that other employees want. Now, the challenge with that, and which is going to lead me to part point number two, the challenge with that is you have to make sure that they're not releasing sensitive information. Because you never know how this is going to be picked up. But I posit to you, that's no different than anything else you produce. If you send an email to all of your employees with sensitive information, there is a very good chance that that information will be leaked. So can we not have the conversation about public versus private? Because if it was truly private, you wouldn't tell anybody. (laughs) You certainly wouldn't make it in an electronic medium that is designed to be forwarded unless you work for the NSA. And that's a different situation altogether. So I don't want to talk about that. And in fact, I want to go the exact opposite direction. I want to encourage you that if, in fact, you do have a podcast for your company employees, that you make it public. Now, by definition, it probably already is public because, yes, you could get an app. You could do the private podcasting options that are out there to make sure people log in or authenticated, which may or may not work. I say throw that all away. I say throw it all away and make it public. More than just make it publicly available 
Don't even hide the RSS feed. Go ahead and submit it to Apple Podcasts, to Google Podcasts, to Spotify. Not because you're hoping lots of people who don't work at your company find it. That, that's You don't care whether that happens or not would be my suggestion. A, it makes it very easy for all of your employees to listen. There is no barrier to entry other than their, the regular barrier to entry of podcasting. If it's available everywhere, no special custom feed, just go search for it. Here we are. Number two, it's publicly available, which causes you, or if you're taking my first suggestion, turn over to your employees, it's making them think about what's the kind of content we should produce that is first most valuable to other employees, but also people also might find interesting. And if you think that's radical, it's not. Inside stories, behind the scenes stories on Instagram, pretty popular. Blogs, pretty popular. We're showing what the life inside of this company is. You can do that with a podcast too. Again, not designed to tell people specifically how awesome you are as a company, but designed to provide value to your employees so that in the event that they share it with someone else, maybe somebody else gets value of it too. Certainly your customers, maybe even your competition, but that's okay. Showcase who you are as a company. Big fan of going public, not private, and a big fan of turning it over to the employees rather than making it a top-down venture. Those are two ways I can think of where podcasting is superior to an intranet. What do you think? Need some help? I launch podcasts for companies. It's what I do. Podcastlaunch.pro. Email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. We'll chat. Tomorrow, I'll be back with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. 
Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.